gosh, man. He is the uh, bass player from The Wailers, and he started The Wailers with Bob Marley. He's kind of considered the genius behind Bob Marley. Really? Oh, yeah. He, he wrote a lot of the tunes. Um, he was behind all those incredible bass lines, man, that, you know, mm. now they're just, you know, standard reggae, whatever. But uh, Bassist, most unsung heroes of the bands. I mean, we're doing our little riff on Sublime for the month of April, and, you know, Sublime is nothing without the bass. Oh, absolutely. And the drummer? T- uh, yeah, the bass, really. He's probably the actual uh, yeah. secret musical genius behind the group, I guess, creative-wise. You got to give it to yeah. the man up front, but, you know, kind of how it goes uh, with the bass men, dude. They, they hang back, you know, sit in the pocket, roll out the groove. They don't get all the credit that they usually deserve, but, you know, I don't think they typically want it either. It comes with the land. It's the personality. You know what I'm saying? They kind of want to be yeah. in the background. That's kind of what they do. How you doing, Mike? Happy Sunday, man. Oh, I'm doing all right, dude. How was the, uh, how was the trip? How, you were living the good life this weekend. Living the high life, the Rocky Mountain high life, that is. We took a trip up to Aspen. Uh, more, more specific. <laughs> Aspen. <laughs> <laughs> The water flows like wild. <laughs> it's uh, it's exactly you know we were talking about a friend of Emma's. She grew up with uh, this person back in Baltimore, and now I think she maybe lives somewhere up in the mountain re- range area, maybe uh, even Telluride Durango zone. But definitely does a lot of hanging uh, down in the Aspen area. And apparently she had adopted over the past couple of years the what a lot of the elites do up in the Aspen area. They turn into these, um, you know, urban cowboy kind of, you know, high end rancher people where they don't actually do any ranching or farming work or any of that. But they, you know, so in Dumb and Dumber, when they get all the money, Jim Carrey dresses in that outrageous, you know, cowboy (laughs) rancher outfit. Well, when I was younger and that movie came out, I thought it was just, you know, oh, that's Jim Carrey being an idiot or, you know, his character, uh, Lloyd Christmas. But it was, uh, I think it was actually, they were truly making fun of people who live in Aspen. They really dress that way. There are stores that cater to that style and they're all in on that look, man. That's that's like I have a ton of money and I'm gonna dress this way, and uh, like a cowboy wannabe, like a rancher, yeah, cowboy wannabe, dude. It's it's a fucking thing up there. Uh, pe- uh, like people with the big really... belt buckle, oh, the, fucking... the hat, dude. The, the you know the ten gallon hat and the wispies uh, hanging from the armbands, and you know urban stylish, not actual rancher cowboy elitist. Uh, it's a hip thing there, man. I'm telling you, you'll see a lot of it rolling around. We didn't make it into the actual Aspen downtown region. We went a little bit, uh, you know, more into the, uh, more private zone, if you will. We were up at uh, Snowmass Village, which, uh, is the real hoity-toity, uh, you know, hold your nose up at the poor kind of, uh, place. Mm. They were, uh... Having their closing, you know, finale to the ski season. It was the last weekend, and they do this every year. It's a pretty fun event. It happens up at the Elk Camp Lodge. Uh, you take the gondola there uh, if you aren't skiing that day. 
which a lot of people do. They go just for the party, and uh, it's an incredible scene, man. <laughs> uh, they have this little mini jump, right? And all these people take the jump, and they ski across this uh, giant pool of water that they have all this water pumping into. Uh, half the people are wasted, or I'm sorry, they're all wasted, but half the people don't <laughs> don't make it quite all the way. And uh, it's a, just a fantastically entertaining experience. Uh, the people doing the jump are folks that are clearly, uh, you know, they've been skiing all year. A lot of them are the people who work there. They're dressed up in outrageous costumes. Some people barely not really dressed up at all. And I'm just talking, you know, whitey tighties and bras and panties. Uh, what a wonderful experience. Everyone was having a fantastic time. There was this DJ, uh, the area by the DJ was absolutely slam packed. They had people dancing on tables. They were spraying champagne into the crowd. There were makeshift, uh, you know, hot tubs that they had set up. So the people who didn't make it over the pool of water who were freezing cold and soaking wet, they could walk over and hang out in the hot tub, get sprayed with champagne <laughs> and dance with chicks in bikinis. It, might, it was such a just fan- fantastical, insane and awesome party. Uh, I you know I would recommend it for everyone. Wow! But you got to be super rich to go. Yeah, I was just about to say. Sounds like not everybody can go. No, no, I would. Uh, I would say there was a noticeable demographic, if you will, uh, <laughs> amongst the crowd. You know, I'm not gonna specify, but you know, it's a high elevation. You know what I'm saying? It's medical reasons. <laughs> Enough said, Frank. You had us at skiing. (laughs) So it was a great time. Very warm, like almost too warm for skiing. I spent a lot of time in the hot tub. That was uh, very welcomed. And um, there's a golf course there. We were checking it out and taking a look at the price uh, range for, you know, if they let anyone in the public to golf there. They don't. Let me uh, save everyone the trouble searching. (laughs) Uh, In fact... Just a, uh, like, there's a huge $100,000 plus membership, but on top of it, there's, like, a signing fee of, like, $270,000, uh, you know, just to be, like, considered for, you know, the club there to golf. So, uh, yeah, this is a whole different uh, universe, man. But uh, coming from the background that we do, it is kind of, uh, every time I go, I am just so thankful, and I thank everyone who's involved, and I'm, you know, it's... uh. Something that you you know you don't grow up ever thinking that you could really go hang out and yeah. rub elbows with uh you know the rich and the famous up at the uh, ski resorts, but you know there we were. I Emma swears she spotted a couple bachelor bachelorette stars there. Uh, I'm sure we were surrounded by all sorts of uh, freaks and weirdos from the reality TV scene. I was like, how could you tell one from the other? I yeah, mean, it's all beautiful people. Let me tell you yeah. this: they're all filthy rich, and you know, it's and they're all just wearing the nicest ski outfits or the most outrageous, you know, dinosaur costumes and shit. Like, it's just a, it's a wild get down. Uh, and that was my weekend, man. Yeah. Wow, good times. Good times, great oldies, head by all. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't mean to one-up you, but I did get some shells on the other side of my uh, van on Saturday. Some shells, like seashells? Shelves. Oh, like shelves. Oh, you, yeah, you built in some shelves, dude. Nice. <laughs> I don't mean to one-up your trip or anything, but, you know, kind of a big deal. 
It's mostly a lot of driving. I just basically drove all weekend, and now I got to go back to work. That's <laughs> what I where did. You dri- where you're going to have to drive. Where it's just more driving, more rage, <laughs> uh, just endless rage. So I look forward to that. It's incredible. Like, <laughs> you cruise out on 70, you're heading up to the mountains, and uh, it's a good two hours of, you know, dodging the pothole. You know what I'm saying? And everyone's weaving in and out in unison. It's kind of this got this beautiful synchronicity to it, you know? If, if everyone's used to where they're uh, cruising. Uh, and then you do enter kind of the nicer zone. And those roads, man, they keep up on that shit. I tell you oh, what, you it's right a smooth yeah. ride, dude. Like, oh. you, you know when you change zip codes. <laughs> yes, Chicago, you can tell the line. You can literally tell the line by the road. Literally half of Argyle is paved. (laughs) (laughs) Only the eastbound traffic is smooth. Colorado, I think, has five tiers of road based on your demographic and uh, where you live here. (laughs) It's it's pretty spectacular. Who you voted for. Yeah, that's right, dude. Oh, it's crazy. Well, so I'm away for the weekend. I'm hanging out. I kept the phone at bay and... uh, I thought, okay, I'll, I'll tune in on Sunday right before the show, see what's going on around the world. You know, maybe there's just crazy things worldwide. Who knows what could be happening? Oh, you don't need to look anywhere, folks. Uh, all you have to do is uh, take a peek at Chicago. They're having the most <laughs> insane scenarios play out. Mike, this is Gotham City. I got to say this right now. No, I've been wrong. Frank, I've been I, totally they, wrong. They... Before you before you sent me that clip, they they fucking got me on Twitter. I'm not even joking. They literally said, "Check." Uh, I forgot what town, but they were like, "Check out this blank blank in Africa." And I look at it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I started seeing the English, and then I was like, "Wait a minute, that's Chicago." <laughs> Holy, I didn't think like, it could get worse. Me. Oh, man. Look, I've been wrong this whole time. I keep saying, you need a Batman. This is Gotham City. This, it's, it is still Gotham City, but you don't need a Batman. Mike, you guys need the Justice League. You got to bring in Superman, oh, yeah. Aquaman. Like, you need F- the Flash, oh. uh, Wonder <laughs> Chick. You need everybody in there, man. Justice League, you need to team up with the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, or the Avengers. <laughs> Maybe the Avengers and the Justice League could handle Chicago. We uh, might have to get those lesbians from Doctor Strange involved in this. Uh, maybe even bring in the <laughs> X-Men. I have no idea. This is crazy. Chicago. Uh, I like where you're going. Actually, we just need Doctor Strange to just shift us into an alternate universe. Oh. Fuck yeah. this one up. There's no going back. No. Oh, man. So if anyone is not in the loop on what's happening in the Second City, uh, Chicago apparently had teams or I, i'm sorry flash mobs i guess that were just streaking across the city on michigan avenue terrorizing uh people and tourists and business well, you see, the way yeah. it works is uh walmart said you guys are too violent and there's just too many criminals and nobody's stopping them, <laughs> so we're moving out of the city and to prove them wrong mobs of violent criminals <laughs> <laughs> terrorize the city ransack all the walmarts uh <laughs> What's insane is, and we're actually, I have a, I got a twofer on Chicago. That's how much I'm in love with what went down this weekend here, because they did close four Walmarts. Uh, 
So Chicago apparently had these huge mobs just terrorizing the downtown area to the point where they had to send in like militarized units, SWAT teams, to evacuate tourists from the bean in Millennium Park, dude. <laughs> that like, is how he didn't say stop the criminals. No, no, we're at an evacuation that's point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we, need to, we, need to get, we need to get the, the civilians to safety. The criminals have taken over the city. There's, there's no chance at survival if you're on your own. Folks, please come this way. This is your last chance. You're going to die. We're not going to stop those criminals. They have taken over. This is their place now. They are in charge. I mean, this is Chaz on steroids. It, I'm, it's, it's funny because it's, it's been just kept quiet for so long the but. images are unreal i mean it's these uh groups of people and i'm not gonna describe them you can check out the video footage for yourself but they are uh moving in these massive mobs and then they are uh jumping on cars they set teslas on fire uh they are dancing and jumping on buses uh yeah. then shots are ringing out in some of the footage uh people were shot I'm not sure if anyone was killed, really. Uh, it's just the. I think, I think they said four were shot, no suspects arrested. <laughs> it's it is an absolutely insane looking scenario. I cannot believe what has happened to Chicago. It, it's heartbreaking. This used to be a really beautiful city. You used to be able to at least go visit the fucking Bean and yeah, have a good our time. Town was safe. It's no longer, man. They are bringing in the military to escort you out to safety. Uh, that's where we're at here with Chicago. Mike, here we go. Developing overnight another large teen gathering in downtown Chicago, ending with two teens shot. Large teen gathering, mostly uh, mostly peaceful. I don't want anyone to get yeah. any ideas here. Hundreds of teens flooded Michigan Avenue last night, smashing car windows, trying to get into Millennium Park, prompting a major police response. Officers were escorting tourists and visitors to their cars in the Millennium Park. <laughs> At that point, Park. it's not just a group of teens. Yes. It's a mob of criminals. Yes. Fucking bitch. This is it's an organized mob of criminals. Mob of criminals. You know, I feel like there was a group, of, a, a, a group of teens was arrested drinking at the park. Yes. That's a group of teenagers. That's right. Right? Oh, yeah. R running through downtown Chicago, smashing windows and setting shit on fire. Ah, that's a that's a mob of criminals. It, and by mob, I'm talking three, four, maybe five hundred people. Like it's an insane amount of people just flooding the fucking streets, man. We're, Michigan Avenue. Insane. I mean, insane. you're shutting down traffic. How does anyone run a business in downtown Chicago? It's totally uh, impossible. Even Walmart's leaving. Yes, and we are <laughs> gonna get to that. <laughs> Shots were fired in the crowd around 9 o'clock last night near Michigan and Washington. Two teen boys were wounded, both in fair condition. No one's in custody for that shooting. One Chicago native was stunned at what she was witnessing. Or stop voting for assholes like Brandon Johnson. He went from Lori Lightfoot to Brandon Johnson. Oh, That's what, like, does, do none of the voters see that they voted for more? Like, uh, and they're going to step this up. It's going to oh, I can't wait to see the social workers extreme. stop the mob. <laughs> he beat the man up as he sat in the driver's Oh, yeah, this is so, uh, 
this guy is in his car with his girlfriend uh, or his chick, and they pull the chick out. They smash the car. Then the guy's trapped in the car. Then they pull the guy out of the car and beat him, beat the crap out of him. That's windshield. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, Mike. It's a bunch of kids, man. It's a group of kids. They're having a good time. Oh, all right. Wow. Another male driver was injured when teens started jumping on his windshield, smashing it. Then they beat the man up as he sat in the driver's seat. He was taken to Northwestern Hospital. This uh, that's a little fucking extreme, man. That's <laughs> a mob of criminals. That's not teenagers letting off a little teen angst. <laughs> right, dude. <laughs> you know, the way you guys are reporting this, these, these kids need to get locked up. These are bad. Again, please look at the footage. It's not kids. This is a, you're correct, mob of criminals. They're roaming the streets, and they have... They are clearly outnumbering the police or any kind of security, and they are ransacking vehicles, buildings, people, pedestrians, anyone. Apparently, if you're in your car, they're going to smash your car and then beat the crap out of you. Uh, kids having fun, mostly peaceful. It's just a good old time, just like we did, you know, back in the day, man. Back in the day, yeah. Right? I can't believe people, uh, I can't believe tourism is down in Chicago. <laughs> no, dude. They gotta escort the people from Millennium Park. It's just the craziest thing. It, Millennium Park, when they built it, it's designed to have like the orchestra play, outdoor concerts, and you're supposed to have some picnic time and hang out. You go walk down Buckingham Fountain, hang out, take some pictures at the Bean. Now you're running for your life so you don't get raped and murdered. <laughs> yeah, you know, so we saw that so many people like the running of the bulls. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That way in Chicago oh, we good. do the running of the gang. Yeah. You just open the gate and just let them loose. <laughs> let them in. <laughs> you gotta run for your life. So uh, the folks in Chicago, especially in these poor neighborhoods, they can't explain, man, why places like Walmart is shutting down four of their locations. And they're protesting, all right? They are uh, out there they're taking it to the streets sticking it to the man man and uh they're out there with the message that these neighborhoods it's not our fault man <laughs> wonder why yes sir our communities look like they look well, that the we truth. have violence every single day speak the truth it is just not on us yeah. it is on the corporate citizens that come into our community yeah. and ravage our community yeah. Yeah. And Walmart, you should be absolutely ashamed of yourself. You are the reason that our communities lack the investment that they have. We should not have to go out of our communities to find jobs. We should not have to go out of our communities to get medicine. We should not go out of our communities to be able to shop. We should be able to do all of this in our communities. Right here. We deserve. We deserve. We deserve. What do you deserve, bitch? To be able to shop. Yes, sir. Work. Yes. Play. Yes. In our own community. In a great I, love, I like the way they do this. Mike, I need you to start calling back whenever I say words, you know? And uh, I think it might give a little <laughs> more power and oomph to uh, whenever I'm ranting. Oh, a little more power, a little more oomph. Well, that's good. We're getting like there. We'll work there. on that. Yeah, yeah, we'll work on it. I like it. It's a good start. Good start. I need a I need a hype guy. I'm gonna bring a hype person in here just to you know really accentuate the last words I say. Last words I say. Say. 
See, I didn't know how to do that. Like, yeah. like is it the last words I said or the last words? You know, I don't I know. Like, yeah, see, it's a, it's a tough one. The last words you yeah. said. I, I guess I need to work on my preaching. I don't, I don't preach very well, so, yeah. Uh, I, think, I think we have the right melanin to do this routine. We uh, got a little Southern Italian in us. I think there's a little cred there. Just a shred. A shred of cred, if you will. <laughs> Dude, I like how they said uh, Walmart ravaged their community. Corporations yes. like Walmart ravaged. So of course. Wa- Walmart came in, probably spent $100 million building a store, brought <laughs> yeah. hundreds, of, hundreds of jobs and a place for you to shop in your neighborhood. You guys robbed it blind, refused to work, and people no longer wanted to come from other neighborhoods to work there. So they're leaving. In fact, in the article I read about the closing of these Walmarts, I believe in the 17 years they have been located there, they lost a total of $30 billion <laughs> because of yeah. stuff that's been stolen from these stores. Like, it just kind of makes sense, man. If you're just if you keep ransacking these places and stealing the merchandise, the stores are not going to continue operating. How can you, and what's so weird about this guy's argument and what these people are protesting is you know, he's kind of saying, well, it's Walmart's fault. We're a bunch of criminals looting Walmart, but we need Walmart <laughs> no. to be here for the jobs, you know? like So do you not want Walmart there? Or do you want Walmart there? Because it seems like Walmart's a villain if they're there, but then if they leave, they're also a villain. See what I'm saying? Right. Like you guys are never happy. <laughs> it's my point. Like, did Walmart come in there and ravage your town? Well, then isn't it a blessing that Walmart's like, okay, we're out of here. We're done ravaging you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should be thanking them for the, leaving. The tyranny is over, man. Freedom at last. Good call. Good call. Dude. Now you have total control of your own neighborhood. And by the way, look at how good your neighborhood looks when you have total control. Yeah, why don't you bring in a black-owned store like you guys are always talking about? Well, this control of your neighborhood is a really positive and fantastical force. Just take a look at fucking Michigan Avenue on Friday night, man. <laughs> They're thrashing everything in sight. <laughs> well, dude, the best part about that her argument was, I shouldn't have to leave. We shouldn't have to leave our neighborhood to go to work. Listen, none of us want to come work in your neighborhood. We're forced to. <laughs> All right. of us from the suburbs have to come work in your neighborhoods. Yeah, you know? absolutely. <laughs> because nobody in your neighborhoods is doing anything. Yeah, man. I don't know. No, I think you're right on the money. It's a. Uh, it, it, it's a bizarre double argument. It's double think almost, and I, I found it very humorous for this these people to be protesting Walmart coming in and destroying the neighborhood, but now they're now it's leaving and they're protesting and leaving. Like you can't have it both ways. You can't be you can't aggrieved ways. and victimized every single fucking turn of the corner. Yeah, no nobody ever sat at the shores and cried because the Vikings were leaving. <laughs> you know what I mean? After they ravaged their town. It's just, uh, it's, it's a funny scenario. Um, it's sad for these neighborhoods. Don't get me wrong. Look, these, no people, well, these people, unfortunately, are being fooled by their politicians, and uh, they're being you know, tricked into no, thinking they that. They know exactly what's going on, dude. They keep just, they keep just voting for who's going to give me more, and none of them, they're just, they fell into this thing of lazy. I read this fucking article the other day oh, from yeah. the LA Times about some fucking bitch in California 
that has long COVID from 2020. Oh man! Hey now, this bitch is <laughs> this bitch got a fuck. They fucking got a stair lift installed in their in their house. Wow, man. Her, her husband like makes her meals. Bitch, you're fucking lazy. <laughs> Do you know what they called her disorder? She got chronic fatigue. Bitch, you're lazy. Oh, you man. got fucking lazy. And she's out there acting like she's crippled. You're lazy. Wow. It's, it, uh, these, it's the same thing with these fucking people. It's like something with these Democrats, man. You promised them everything. And now these people are sitting there waiting for you. You hear them? We deserve better. Yeah. No, you <laughs> don't. Deserve. No, you don't. <laughs> Everybody in the fucking world has come in here and tried to help you. And you people can't help yourself. Help I, your fucking <laughs> self. Well, Do a better job raising the kids in your neighborhood. Here in Denver, we had a school shooting. And the parents, uh, there were some viral, sensational videos. They were played all over the late night television stations uh you know it was these parents screaming at this cop the head of denver police uh, why has he done nothing to stop these shootings these are the same people who two years ago during the summer of love three years ago uh they were um marching and demanding and defunding the police and getting rid of them you guys did that in chicago some of the most Insane rioting and protesting for the defund the police Black Lives Matter movement happened in Chicago. Well, look what happens when you take away your security here in Denver. You get more school shootings. They vote. They voted to take the cops out of the schools. Yes. It's like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? You could have prevented this, voters of your neighborhoods and your districts. You could have prevented it by voting in politicians who support the idea of bringing in more security, hiring more police locally, getting more incentives behind hiring police, and, uh, you know, maybe, just maybe, with the added security, a place like Walmart, or at least one of the four, can somehow avoid getting ransacked by mobs of people just stealing everything i've seen the video footage by the way over the last couple years these mobs man there's nothing the people in the store can do they literally i think just go into the you know yeah the uh break room and wait it out while the whole place just gets fucking ransacked you're not even allowed to do anything so that's right in fact i think in chicago now even the cops thanks to Lori lightfoot can't even chase after the fucking criminals man this like what a what a retarded place to live don't you remember they accidentally shot a 13-year-old Mexican innocent, innocent angel boy who just happened to be out at <laughs> 2 in the morning with a handgun, shooting at cars. <laughs> they shot that innocent angel. Now we just can't chase criminals at all. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it always comes down to the gun laws and uh, gun restrictions, even though you have places like Chicago with the tightest, strictest gun laws in the country and some of the worst gun-related violence. Uh, that's just how well, it Frank, is. that's just because the surrounding areas are the problem. People could go from Indiana, buy a gun, and then bring it back to Chicago. That's Mike, the problem. You so are so wrong, dude. The problem, man, is the NRA, bro. Where's Beto? Get Beto, man, bro. Beto, take the gun away, bro. The biggest problem right now is the NRA, and if we're talking NRA, you know what we got to talk about, dude. Trump! 
In other news, the National Rifle Association begins its annual convention today, testing the organization's support at a time when deadly mass shootings remain in the headlines. Delegates are scheduled to hear from top political figures, including former President Donald Trump and his former vice president. Robert Costa is at the convention site in Indianapolis and joins us now. Bob, good morning. Good morning. This capital city in a red state is now a crossroads for the national gun debate, as well as for the 2024 Republican presidential race. And this event comes just days after a gunman killed five people in downtown Louisville and less than three weeks after a shooter killed three children and three adults. You know, he said gunman in the first one, but now for the one involving the tranny shooter, he says shooter. Mm. You catch that? Whoa. Well played. You, well played. You say gun, gunman for one because we know it's a dude and you guys love when it's a dude, man. Love when it's a man. But here we got a lady fella, fella dude lady man chick, and you guys just refuse to talk about it. Oh, Ooh. she yeah, she was a real lady fella, huh? Mike, uh, in my book, they're all lady fellas these days, <laughs> right? No, because you could be a fella lady. I think uh, it all lands on the line of lady fella. Lady fella, all right. It, it flows well. Lady fella. All right, all right lady fella, I like it. I always imagine you could be, you know, kind of like a country singer or like a Johnny Cash uh, cover band guy and be like, this next mm. one's for all you lady fellas out there. And everyone will start like, Woo, I did it, yeah. no. <laughs> like everyone's going to love it. And then after a few minutes, they'll think about what he just said. Like, did he say ladies and fellas? Is this a lady fella? Or what did that guy just say? <laughs> well, then the song starts like, I yeah, had you're too a lady <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You're digging on her mustache, right? <laughs> I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Sliding your fingers through her sideburns? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This next one's called, uh, is that a banana in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? At a Nashville school, here many NRA attendees have told us they believe those events are tragic, but say the problem isn't too many guns and argue the legislative focus should be on mental health and on arming teachers. A view sure to be at Oh, how stupid can you be? Headliners include former President Trump and former Vice President Mike Pence, both champions of gun rights. But this convention comes as Trump faces mounting legal challenges, oh, including course. the likely testimony <laughs> from Pence about Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election. And meanwhile, in Nashville, the Republican National Committee will be meeting there this weekend for a fundraising event, all as the debate continues in Tennessee over the recent expulsion of two black Democratic lawmakers who have what been does this have to do with the NRA? gun control legislation. Tony. Mike, of course, they were uh, kicked out. Dashiki guy, he got kicked out because he was <sighs> protesting with the bullhorn gun ownership and people, you know, having these assault rifles, man. Come on. Oh, that's right. Okay. He was, wow. yeah. And how is this related to January 6th? It always goes back to Jan 6th. That's why, <laughs> that's why I loved this clip so much. I'm like, oh, okay, NRA. Oh, it's going to be juicy, right? They're going to really hammer home all the shootings. No, no, we're going to gloss over the shootings because everybody had pronouns in their bios. So we can't really <laughs> describe the recent shootings. Uh, and let's 
Let's kind of poo-poo the idea that this is a mental health issue, and now let's close out with a full oh, minute. Yeah. Let's close out with a full minute. Donald Trump getting sued by the DA in New York, and you know uh, he's going to jail for Jan Six. Come on, man. So you spent less time on mental health than you did on Donald Trump in this clip about the NRA. Yes, right. of course, and I'm sure there's a ton of interesting people speaking at this event, but no, it's just Donald Trump. And do you guys remember Jan 6th? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta take away their guns. God, this is ridiculous. Yeah, dude. Talk about Trump derangement syndrome, man. They will not let it go. Oh, they, they have to beat this to death, so that way we just don't want to have him in the running anymore. I, I think the point is to make... Even the people who support him annoyed by this process. Oh no, I think it's just that's the only way they get ratings. Oh, you think so? Like, uh, well, uh, nobody's watching CNN Trump. until they hear like, "Oh my God, <laughs> Trump did what?" And then they're turning it on. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, you know. Well, NRA is going on. Uh, <laughs> did you see even uh, Saturday Night Live made fun of him? I was not in touch with the uh, world this weekend. What uh, went down on the SNL, man? Uh, they did a uh, CNN. They were, like did a spoof on CNN and how much they covered uh, Donald Trump. Really? Yeah. So the tide is pretty- turning a little bit here. Uh, I think you guys got a little too carried away if even SNL is making fun of you. That was a fucking circus, man. What was it? The speedboat guys? Hundred speedboat with the helicopter. <laughs> the helicopter. You got you know. Uh, you have Jeffrey Tubin uh, paragliding over the house. <laughs> uh, I mean, this was just such a spectacle. Uh, maybe yeah. one of the funniest reactions ever because the hype train leading up to it, like that's all they talked about, and then the day of, they re- they had the uh, programming titled. To like the Trump arraignment or the Trump conviction, and the, you know, just the whole dedication to to this uh, circus, it, you, they all came off as a bunch of fucking clowns, man. Yeah, and I thought it was hilarious. <clears throat> it, in fact, here's kind of what is funny about this: Does anybody know a single indictment? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they, no. Can anyone out there with a straight face say what they actually indicted the guy with? Nobody ended up talking about it. It seemed to be a major dud and a huge disappointment for everyone uh, in those CNN uh, panel boxes. What They had like 32 boxes of people of floating heads there, and uh, everyone was really sad. And so it seems as if, uh, you know... That was a nothing burger. What's the next one that they got? Georgia? Is that right? They're doing some grand jury there. That's for that phone call. The phone call to the yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we're gonna do And they're going they're still going after him for the documents. Okay, cool. So we have at least two more planned programmed events, right? Where they're gonna like focus all the news and maybe they're planning the dates with these to coincide with uh other bad news that'll probably come out with the Bidens. It does seem like the Trump uh, spectacle was right after it was pretty much, uh, you know, verified that the Ashley Biden diary was legit. 
and Joe Biden was taking inappropriate showers with his daughter. And, <laughs> you know, right yeah. after that broke and people were kind of really chatting about it online, uh, all of a sudden, oh, my God, Trump's getting arrested. Yeah. No, they're definitely using him to cover up, but. All right, man. Well, I don't know. Let's see what happens. That was good. The, uh, the documents thing is really funny because they obviously everybody knows they found the documents in Biden. Oh, yeah. But remember how they made such a big deal to point out that Biden was cooperating? Yes. They're cooperating. That was the whole big thing. They wouldn't shut up about it. It's because they're going after Trump. They're saying, okay, everybody has documents, but Trump was guilty of obstructing justice. Obstruction. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It's so incredible, man. <laughs> uh, yes, we all knew something was up. With the, oh, looky here, we got some documents in Joe's old Corvette. Uh, look, they all killed the prostitute, but he <laughs> lied about it. You know? Oh, yeah, so the the witch hunt is just going to get juicier. I like this. They're, they're really going to try and uh, book them, Dano. Yeah, they're going to, like, <laughs> throw the... Oh, uh, dude, the, I was uh, looking it up. That's what the, the SNL... Uh, you got to watch it. It's called SNL CNN Zen. Oh yeah. And it was a, it was about like for the people that can't get enough of the coverage. It was like this <laughs> app. So like it just like whispers in your ear like 34 cows. <laughs> <laughs> His motorcade was so small. <laughs> oh. Oh, finally good. that means they <clears throat> they've caught on to uh the fact that you need to make fun of the other side otherwise you know, your kind of state media, your propaganda, your propaganda machine, uh, NPR, yeah. and uh, I forgot the other one. They're both now um, uh, state media on Twitter. <laughs> no, I heard they got rid of the NPR. Oh, that's too bad. NPR yeah. wrote a huge article about it uh, I read about a week ago. They were very, very offended by that one. Did you read that article about how, like, Twitter doesn't exist anymore? No. So Elon Musk rolled it over. Man, I, I gotta, I'm trying to like, I gotta buy stock in this company X. He, ro- he rolled Twitter. He like closed Twitter basically for all purposes, like right. legally, and rolled it into this corporation, this X corporation. And uh, that's he's trying to do like an all inclusive app where he, I guess it's something that like China has and where you could do everything. You could communicate. You could send money. You could you know. Yeah, it's going to be a digital currency, digital ID system. Uh, this is why I've never trusted Elon. He works with the Department of Defense. Uh, uh, look, this is going to be the China dystopia that we see happening where they surveil everyone and control your transactions and payments. This will happen with a smiley face through Elon. And I Again, I, I've also believed that him taking over Twitter was so he could gain access to all that data. Yeah. Now he owns it. He's got a lot of data on a lot of people, man. Pretty crazy, but he's predicting the company's going to be worth $200 billion. So now's the time to try and get stock in it, you know? <laughs> I guess so. Because if it is, I mean, the guy hasn't been wrong yet. You know, I'm just saying, Well, if you can, <laughs> now's the time. 
Elon does get a lot of hate out there, and I do say, you know, I only say we shouldn't trust Elon because there are Elon fanatics. There are people who are obsessed with Elon Musk and, you know, what he's doing with the Dogecoin. And, you know, maybe the Dogecoin is kind of a precursor to this little X uh, platform uh, digital lifestyle currency thing. And I can only guarantee this digital passport of Elon's, this X passport, whatever he's going to call it, is going to be your entry pass for a ride. On the Starship. After years of buzz about the most powerful launch system ever developed, a rocket meant to bridge exploration back to the moon and ultimately Mars, SpaceX's Starship is officially all systems go. With the FAA yeah. signing off on final approval Friday, a launch license, the critical and last hurdle for the unmanned orbital test flight to take off. That could be as early as 7 a.m. Central Time tomorrow from SpaceX's South Texas facilities. Founder and CEO Elon Musk tweeting shortly after the news, success maybe, excitement guaranteed. Life can't just be about solving problems. They have to be things that inspire you. Starship has been top of mind for Musk for about a decade. With his Love it. It's still around. It's still around. Hey now, come on. It's everywhere. We got a little top of mind. Oh, yeah. It's still out there. Starship has been top of mind for Musk for about a decade, <laughs> with his stated goal to be able to carry up to 100 people on long-duration interplanetary flights. This could be a trigger. Watch out, public. There could be another happening or shooting or something. This could be a catch-up on the wall. Catch-up on the wall. <laughs> catch-up on the wall. Back in February of 2021, he sat down with our Tom Costello. You know, the, the reason I'm doing this is not so that I can get to Mars, but so that uh, humanity can get to Mars. The company spent years conducting high-altitude test flights, some of which included dramatic explosions as SpaceX worked on its landings, a successful suborbital test in 2021, and previous regulatory challenges. But now, the FAA noting in a statement, SpaceX met all safety, environmental, policy, payload, airspace integration, and financial responsibility requirements. NASA's already awarded the company contracts worth more than $3 billion as part of the space agency's Artemis program. Still, the end goal for SpaceX remains sending people to Mars. And come Monday, it may be one step closer. Man. Mm. I think this is com you know, some cool shit, actually. At least there's a guy mm -hmm. out there sending these things up into space. Did you catch what they uh, threw in there, how he's cleared to send up uh, payloads? Oh, yeah. So they've already um, been sending up shit to the uh, space station. Well, uh, I didn't clip it, but they interviewed the head of Space Force on CBS this weekend. It was kind of interesting. Uh, the dude was basically saying, and this kind of ties into Elon and his whole uh, deal with you know the digital uh, world, which is, uh, I guess, Space Force is uh, one third like digital and cybersecurity, essentially. Mm. So. Uh, See what that's all about. I still yeah. am the believer we got the massive spaceships out there already, man. Possibly. I doubt it. But maybe. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my question to you, are you going to buy a ticket aboard the, the Starship? Uh, like, same thing with the uh, train crash in Ohio. I'm going to go after the politicians. Oh, nice. Good call. Yeah. Absolutely. If Pete Buttigieg uh, hops a ride, then uh, we'll go too. 
Right. Okay. Not, when, not after he sends Chaston, but when he goes himself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If Pete feels comfortable to breastfeed his children on a ride <laughs> to Mars, I'll I'll go along. Not on that ride. I'll take the second one. All right. <laughs> Did you hear the joke uh, Elon keeps saying? <laughs> no. Because he keeps saying he's going to go. All right. And he, he keeps saying he wants to die on Mars and not on impact. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fair uh, goal, I think, to have. Uh, (laughs) Man, starting a civilization on Mars is pretty complex. I've seen some uh, videos and shit how they want to, like, send these landers there, and they'll, like, the robots and drones will essentially build the complexes, you know, before the humans arrive and all this shit. Yeah, he says it's not that hard, but, man... It kind of, in theory, sounds plausible, and I feel like we're there with the drone AI tech. No. No? Eh, maybe. Eh, I don't know. They're saying all of space travel is going to be based around AI technology. You're going to essentially need that HAL system. You know, I don't think so, Dave. Uh, You're going to need that (laughs) thing uh, uh, on board to, like, run the ship while the humans, you know, human, do human stuff. I don't know, man. That's what freaks me out about the AI shit, which is I it's probably the only way to you know fare through space, right? But I, I think uh and the I'm pretty sure Elon and company know this. And maybe that's why, you know, maybe Starlink isn't for the Earth. Maybe it's to get this giant circular thing all together and eventually it'll come piece you know, it'll piece together itself and be this giant you know, it'll link up with the uh, starship, and the starship and Starlink will, you know, have all the people on board with their gizmos in their heads, and the AI system will take us to Mars, man. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Will the will Mars be America? No. that's why i don't want to go it sounds like it's going to be some sort of fucking world economic forum dystopian you know cyborg society where you have no individual rights and you're linked up to the grid and you have to document all your shit into these tablets how long before you're eating bugs because that's like all you can really grow i'm pretty sure the only way you'll survive there is eating the bug paste that we provide you Mm. oh yeah that's right, you'll have which, like ant Which farms inevitably and... will include the people that didn't make the journey. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you get free compost with the dead bodies, right, man? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I think these starships, if we're gonna go, uh, they gotta be pretty fucking huge. I'm ima- I imagine something like the Starship Enterprise, like, eventually we'll have a bunch of sh- things linked up together, and it'll be this massive super ship... And we can boldly go where no man has gone before. Isn't it kind of satisfying that we got... You know, the billionaires out there, the trillionaires like Elon Musk, you know, building the ships and trying to go to space at least and doing all these funky, weird, you know, cybernetics, you know, whatever have you. Even though it could bring a 
about some sort of bizarre, crazy, scary apocalypse on mankind, he's at least thinking, you know, ahead or, you know, into the future. Hmm. Makes you wonder why there's no, like, Saudi princes doing this shit. They gotta have somebody that, you know, one of the trillionaires. <clears throat> yes, they are technically trillionaires, aren't they? Uh, the Saudi Arabians and the Emirates and all those uh, weirdos. They believe some of them are the first trillionaires. And what are they doing with this money? It, we all know they're racing Lamborghinis in the sand dunes and uh, partying Bring, their lives bringing away. Bringing in the most beautiful women from yes, the Yes, man. They're yes. literally just having orgies and racing fucking Lamborghinis, man. It's what everybody would do if they were trillionaires. Yeah, you're right. That's what you should do. Fuck Mars. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, none of these trillionaires have any interest in Mars. They already live in a place, by the way, kind of basically what Mars is like. <laughs> They know what it's all about. They're having a great time. They're all about living, you know, doing the Mars life here, man. We already got sand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. They got plenty of sand uh, <clears throat> and uh, Lamborghini racing. I'm not making it up. Aren't, haven't you heard this or seen the videos of the, like, abandoned... Uh, yeah, supercars. Oh, you've seen them personally. Yeah, maybe you've I've told seen me them about... race the shit in the desert. Because in uh, Qatar, you have the salt flats. Oh right, man. Yeah, and then they even do the off roading. Right on. Yeah. All right. Y'all have those G wagons. G unit wagons. The G with the Mercedes. <laughs> I guess so. Dude. You know that Mercedes SUV that looks like a box. Yes, I'm actually... It's like $100,000 because it's like the greatest off-road vehicle ever. But it's, it also has like premier leather <laughs> or premium leather. It's a kick-ass like, ride, man, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't mind having one of those, to be honest, you know. Can, can you narrow that thing off-road? Like, they get them like up-armored, too. Really? Like you can get like mounted machine guns on it and shit like that? No, no, like... Oh. Like armored doors. Oh, arm... Bullet, like, yeah, bullet, so... Bulletproof glass. So anyone shooting at you with a machine gun, it can't get through. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to the club, man. They're not going to the fucking war front. Well, you never know. Maybe you want to pack a little heat on the side of the uh, of your Jeep. In case you're taking a trip to Sudan. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, man, I'm not from the Middle East. I don't know what kind of dangers exist out there. You know, maybe maybe you gotta you know bring a little extra ammo. Strap a little, uh, you know, firearm to the side of the Jeep. Did you uh, hear what's going on in Sudan? So I kind of saw it a little bit. Uh, enlighten me a, uh, a little bit more, though. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Nobody, nobody, it is incredible that nobody's talking about it. Going to the news, it's all about Ukraine. That's right. Nobody's talking about, like, Sudan or any of these other countries. We've had a presence in Sudan, I believe, haven't we? Uh, Drone-wise, for quite some time. At Man, least. we're everywhere. Yemen, Sudan specifically, though, I know Obama did quite a bit of damage in those regions. Yeah, but there's just like, as there always is, these uh, fighter groups taking over. <laughs> All right. <laughs> They're fighting the military. It's just so funny that nobody cares. And they're begging the U.S. for help. But we kind of, I don't know. Wait, they're fighting. Can't help anybody. Are they fighting our military? No, no, like the Sudanese. I got uh, you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, Are we not involved in any way, bombing wise? That's what I can't get. I can't really get a good answer. 
Because I just know that we were definitely doing a lot of drone action there. Secretly. Correct? Uh, To to be fair, (laughs) I don't even know whose side we're on. (laughs) That's kind of weird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Maybe nobody's side. Maybe we're on the I side. Think we're of arming just, both sides. It's possible our side is chaos, and we just like to sow mayhem in these various regions and let the people duke it out so we don't have to actually take the credit for all the destruction and death. And then we come in with the UN as a peace force, install our puppet leader, and we own the region. Sounds about right. <laughs> Not a bad deal. Not a bad deal for us. That's a playbook uh, I've seen, you know, go down quite a few times, pretty much everywhere. Isn't that what we did in Libya? Yeah, I think that's what every country has done in Libya. Well, with Gaddafi, he was trying to unify Africa. Is that right, Gaddafi, Libya? Am I getting this correct? This, you know. I'm certified moron here, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. I believe so. I'm he's, I'm already. He's kind of the fella. Him. I think he was trying to unify Africa under a gold standard and get off. Yeah, of the, he was. Uh, yeah, he was the one going with the. That's what I was trying to think of. But I thought that was Venezuela. Was that Chavez? Uh, I can't see. I can't remember now. There's been too many. Too many guys, but I do remember Gaddafi, uh, really big on the gold standard and uh, and bringing together Africa, and it definitely. You know, looking back on it, you know, it seems as if the West, you know, the Western nations, the UK and the EU and all that stuff and the United States, not really very interested in a unified Africa. I I think, you know, for for the Western countries and even maybe China and Russia, too, you know, like a divided Africa is far more profitable for all parties involved. Well, China's going around uniting them right now. They're like going around doing all these infrastructure deals in all these African countries. They're building dams and yeah, uh, not a good uh, look for the United States. We just kind of look like the warmongers, you know, tearing shit up and you know, blowing people away. We we build roads and bridges to our mines. (laughs) That's right. We exploited (laughs) the shit out of their people. Are you starting to get on board with the holy crap, China's about to take over the world mentality? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That fear seems to be gripping quite a, you know, people. And we a lot did of it by being the bully. They're just doing it by being, you know, friends. I believe if we were to pull out of Ukraine, because it's clearly this outrageous money laundering scheme for the Bidens, uh, if we were to do that, then... Potentially, we could salvage something about this country on an international stage. Uh, if we don't, man, we're we're pretty much doomed. We're gonna go full electric. We're gonna be Germany essentially in about five years. Did you see they closed down their last nuclear plant? Well, thanks for saving the planet, Germany. Yeah, congratulations, heroes, fucking retards. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Very and now impressed. they want to do all these electric cars by 2032. Thanks, Joe Biden. I don't. The We're really saving the planet. And at the same time, <laughs> right now, now the leftists who wanted everything to be like you know carbon neutral, now they're protesting to get rid of the windmills in the ocean. Uh, great. I I think the windmills are absolutely ridiculous. Uh, there's no way they are producing on any level 
the type of energy that we need as a United States or as a country, uh, it, you're going to juice up everybody on these electric vehicles and electric stoves and everything will be electric and the grid will not be able to withstand it. And so we're just going to have rolling power outages. And I guarantee you uh, the neighborhoods that won't have the power outages are going to be where the rich ass politicians live. Oh yeah, because they're going to still, you know, pay for a carbon, <laughs> a carbon fuel power plant. These people are going to have propane generators. tanks, generators. They're going to have their gas cars that they can afford. That's why I think you're seeing the pricing out of the ga- of the uh, middle class from the gas cars. Average price of a new gas car fifty five thousand dollars. Nobody can afford that except for the elite. That's crazy. Oh, but yeah, now they're going to bring down the price on the electric vehicles, which. The government can control and shut it down at any time they want. Or, sorry, folks, uh, not enough electricity to charge your vehicle. Yeah. Tough. That's crazy. Uh, but us rich, you know, we're going we're gonna to cruise around in our Canyon Arrows and uh, uh, Hummer 2s. A Canyon Arrow. Yeah, that's right. They're all <laughs> fucking Canyon Arrows now, man. <laughs> like, up <laughs> where I was in uh, fucking Aspen, dude, everyone's driving these... Big honking fucking Canyon Arrows, man. Like, you, you can't oh, yeah. navigate the roads with these things. They're, like, monster trucks. Uh, I, love, I love the assholes that drive them in Chicago and then they can't park. You're going to shut down an entire uh, road because you can't fucking parallel park. <laughs> Got this giant-ass you... Yukon Denali. <laughs> yeah. The Denalis. That's... Those things are absurd, man. No, I know. I don't even the know how of, they like the, fit the on the road. The, uh, the trucks. You bought this fuck. You spent a hundred thousand dollars on this truck, and, and you don't want to get it dirty. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh man, I just uh, I enjoy everybody being these big honking off-roading machines, and uh, they probably don't take them anywhere off-road ever, and uh, probably no need for them at all. But look. I'm a supporter still of being able to have the gas car. I'm really against this movement for everybody having the electric vehicle. Uh, everything's electric. We're shutting off the gas, and we're even getting rid of the nu- the nuclear, which was supposed to be a far safer alternative to everything else. And by the way, when it comes to Germany, they shut down this uh, their final operating nuclear power plant. They're going back to coal. Oh, yeah, you have to. Got to burn something. Which is so much more dangerous and worse for the environment. Why? What makes sense to these environmentalists that, oh, yeah, we're going to go back to coal? Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Well, at least the coal miners are going to be happy. (laughs) That's right. Well, they're building back better, right? They're getting the jobs back to the coal miners, right? (laughs) Is this build back better? We're going back to the fifties. They're no, making coal miners have jobs and programmers are out of work. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, man. We're going to learn to dig programmers. <laughs> oh man, you're gonna have a bunch of bunch of zoolanders down in the coal mines pretty soon. <laughs> That's, that is one of my favorite scenes of any movie. <laughs> Nobody's like, <laughs> I got the black lung. <laughs> That's right, dude. Well, of course, uh, it's 2023. You can't say things like black lung, right? It's the BIPOC lung. I don't know if you uh, are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The colored, I got the colored lung. 
Remember when colored was like bad to say? Well, I feel like colored was the preferred changeover from the word we can no longer say. Uh, and then because you had signs with the you know no colored folk, right? And that was maybe the more the the nicer variety. Uh, of of the older uh, saying, and then you know, then they graduated from that because I think colored was then absolutely or, and still is offensive. And uh, then you know, you... I think you know the problem was colored was like everything that was like anything darker than Polak. Yeah, you could toss the Italians uh, into the colored. Oh, the Irish, everybody. Was yeah, the there. Irish are a pasty white. That's another color that uh, the the general well, just the albino n word. <laughs> That's right. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> for a minute there until they took over some of the labor unions that's, that's a great call they used colored to generalize more people in there you could throw in the chinese the japanese uh italians yeah. right yeah okay i like that you could even get get the native americans up into that one yeah man oh good call it, yeah this, it was good times for Whitey uh, back in the 20s when they're dropping <laughs> just one word to call Jesus. them all that's right dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, with that, Mike, we are at that magical point in time, believe it or not. It's the fastest hour in the universe. This is very true. I don't know how you do it. We've proved it every show. Uh, we got some more juicy stuff coming down the line here. for Juicy smoulet? It will be. A, well, toast up that bread. Get your tuna sandwich ready, folks. It's going to be a spicy one. You know, it's bad in Chicago and even Juicy had to leave. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Criminals worse than him out there.